Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Tonight we're going to do episode 130, Becoming a Dragon 101. As always, if you like the podcast, share it with a friend, rate and review it, or join my Patreon. Or all three if you want to, that's fine with me. Uh, Anyways, moving on to the story. As usual, just get as comfy as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up flying on your spaceship. You get up off the couch and you look around. At the end of the couch, you see two dogs. One is Changer, you know, the changeling dog who's been around for a while. And the other's Posy, the Dalmatian dog that you saved in the forest the other day. Ah, good morning, guys. How are you? Both of them jump up, bark, and then jump onto the couch with you. You scratch them both behind the ears before getting up and having some breakfast. Shortly after breakfast, you arrive at the dinosaur planet. You take control of the spaceship, holding on to the steering wheel and the throttle, and you slowly push the spaceship down towards the dinosaur planet, diving down below the clouds until you can see the huge fields of green grass and trees, spotted around by little lakes and that sort of thing. You see the dinosaur base up in the distance. It's pretty obvious since it has a giant laser fence surrounding it. You fly into the base, land gently in the center, and the back of spaceship opens up. What would you like to do here? Spaceship asks. Oh, I came here for a very specific reason. This new shapeshifter watch I have I think I need to put it to the test, and there's nothing I want to transform into more than some of the things on this planet. That is an excellent idea, Spaceship says. Where would you like to start? Well, I was thinking... Dragons, you answer. Understood, Spaceship says. Come on, Changer, let's go find the dragons you say. Changer barks twice and then transforms itself into a velociraptor. Posse runs up to you and barks. Sorry, Posse, you say. I don't think it's safe for you on a dinosaur planet. You're better off here surrounded by this laser fence. Um, Go have a nap on spaceship or something and we'll be back soon. Posse barks and turns around and climbs back onto the ship. You feel bad leaving him behind, but then again you'd feel a lot worse if he got eaten by a dinosaur, so it was probably a good decision really. Having recently turned into a velociraptor, you find the process a lot easier this time. You press the button on your watch and suddenly you feel the shape-shifting ability take hold. The strange sensation of kind of being less solid than normal. You focus on your mind on becoming a raptor, and your body starts to follow your commands. Your arms shrink, your back grows out into a tail, your legs lengthen and strengthen, and you open your eyes with a new sense of understanding for the environment around you. Once again, the environment comes to life with color, each one a different trail of something else that's passed by, just showing itself in your vision instead of just your senses. You pick up on the one you're looking for, the one that reminds you of the dragons, and you snap your head in that direction. You immediately run straight through the dinosaur base fence and continue on into the forest. You and Changer run together. You see some of the other dinosaurs getting scared of you and running away as you go, but you barely notice it. You're so focused on the scent that you're following. You jump over rocks, veer around trees, and at one point you even hop over what's basically a river. 
Then the terrain gets steeper and steeper, but it's not much of a problem for your legs. You easily climb up a hill all the way to the top, and that's where you see the dragons. You let go of your raptor form and let yourself snap back into the shape of a human. You walk up to one of the dragons, the leader, Bill. Hey, Bill. Uh, I was wondering something. What is it? Bill asks. Uh, well, you see, I kind of have this new power that can turn me into different animals, and I'm wondering if you'd teach me how to be a dragon. Teach you to be a dragon? Hmm. <laughs> Don't make me laugh, Bill says. I, seriously though, I, I really can turn into a dragon, you say. I'll believe it when I see it, Bill answers. Challenge accepted, you say to yourself. You scan Bill the dinosaur using your watch, and it takes in his DNA and his general layout. Then, you press the button allowing you to transform once again, and you imagine yourself as a dragon. And just like you did when the Transmorphifizer transformed you, you begin to transform into one. Your arms stretch out further and further, turning into wings and spreading out way beyond your body. Once again, your legs become more powerful, and a tail grows out of your back. You feel yourself covered in dragon scales that feel like armor. They make you almost invincible in your mind. Then your neck and head stretch out into the form of a dragon. When you open your eyes, you feel Sort of the same as when you were a raptor. Everything is brighter. You can see further, hear better. And the world just seems smaller and more delicate around you, as if you could easily break it by just flicking it with your arm, or wing in this case. Inside yourself, you sense two things. Two cores of power that you can feel beating like a heart. The core of fire and the core of ice. When you focus on the fire, your body warms and your throat fills up with a very hot sensation, but it doesn't hurt or anything. And when you focus on the cold, the opposite happens. Waves of cold pass through your body, and cold, icy air comes out your mouth as you breathe. Bill looks over at you. Mm, I should have known you could do that, Bill says. Well, I guess it's time to train. Today... I'll teach you the ancient art of being a dragon and how to fly. Your heart starts racing. You nod, ready to absorb every bit of knowledge you can learn from this dragon. First things first, Bill says. To be a dragon, you must understand the balance of power and responsibility. We are not mere brutes. We are guardians of this realm. You nod, taking in his words seriously. You never knew that the dragons felt this sense of responsibility for everything around them. Good, Bill continues. Now focus your thoughts and feel the energy within you. Dragons draw power from their cores. You close your eyes, attempting to connect with those hidden sources of energy. And slowly you feel them beating inside you. Cold and then hot. 
cold and then hot. That's it, Bill encourages. Now spread your wings. You spread your wings and you're surprised by how large they've become. Bill smiles. Remember, being a dragon is about embracing the extraordinary. Now flap your wings, feeling the air around you. You begin to flap your wings back and forth, and it feels as though you can grab the air, as if it's something you can hold on to and push yourself up. It's not how it normally feels to be human, just easily passing through the stuff. As you wave your arms up and down, you begin to bobble a bit. Good. Now it's time to take flight. Find the core in your center, the core of heat. You think of your heat core and activate it within you. Your body starts to become warm, and a sensation passes through your limbs and your wings. Now, dragons don't just flap their wings to fly. We use the power of our cores to propel ourselves forward. Imagine the heat spreading through your wings and through your legs and pressing you forward as it does. You imagine the heat leaving your core and passing through your wings and your legs just as he said. And you begin to push yourself up off the ground. You spread your wings and you begin to propel yourself forward almost like magic. Good, Bill says. Bill flaps his wings and follows after you. Together you fly up high above the world. Feel the currents, Bill says. Let the wind carry you. You release the power from your core that's been propelling you forward, noticing that you are actually starting to get a little tired from it. And you just spread your wings and you find yourself easily floating in the air. Even though you're a huge creature, your wings make it seem effortless. Good job, Bill says, flying beside you. You are natural, young one. Remember, flight is not just about the physical. It's about embracing the skies within your spirit. As you fly together, Bill teaches you how to maneuver in the air. He shows you how to suddenly dive down and how to use the power of your core to shoot yourself up and forward faster than any living creature should be able to. Now I will show you the power of fire and ice, Bill says. Follow me. Bill flies down towards a lake nearby. You and Bill land on an island right in the center of the lake. This is a good place to practice, Bill says. First, let's work with ice. You must connect with the core of ice inside you. Allow it to build up within. And then, when it feels like there's no holding it back, simply open your mouth and breathe out. You do as Bill says. You imagine the cold inside you getting colder and colder. It builds up and builds up until you feel an immense power inside you. And when you do, you breathe out as if you're letting out a huge breath of air, but the breath comes out cold. You move it around the lake that's surrounding the island, and with each part that your breath touches, 
ice is formed. You even find that you can build the ice up a little bit until you run out of breath and the plume of ice breath disappears. Now, the power of fire. It's pretty much the same thing, to be honest. Just focus on your other core, expand it, and let it out. You do as Bill says, noticing the huge, warm sensation pass through your body until it feels almost overwhelming, as if you've taken in a large breath and you can't possibly breathe out anymore. And as you let out the breath, fire shoots out in front of you, intense and incredibly hot fire. You instantly melt the ice that you've previously built up, bringing the area back to normal until you find yourself out of breath and out of fire. Good. Now, you've pretty much got it, Bill says. Let's go back. Once again, you allow your heat core to spread through your body. And you pass it out through your wings and through your legs, pushing you up into the air faster and faster until you get up high above the clouds. Then you allow yourself to rest on your wings as you and Bill gently float above the world. And then you hear a strange sound below you. What's going on down there? You and Bill dive down, pressing your wings against your side and begin to fall quicker and quicker and quicker until you spread your wings once again. But this time you're close enough to see what's going on. You see a Tyrannosaurus Rex attacking a small group of baby dinosaurs. That's not right, you say. No, it isn't, Bill says. We must intervene. You and Bill swoop down towards the Tyrannosaurus. You land in front of it. And, strangely, it looks kind of weak and small. Nothing compared to you. The Tyrannosaurus looks at you and growls. It opens its mouth and chomps its teeth. You take in a huge breath and puff it out right above the Tyrannosaurus. Intense and hot flames fly just above his head. The Tyrannosaurus looks at you and then looks at the baby dinosaurs and immediately turns around and starts running in the other direction. Good job, Bill says. You have embraced your duty as a guardian of this realm. We would be happy to have you as a dragon any time. And just as you say that, you notice another dragon approaching, one you haven't really seen before, but it seems kind of familiar. The dragon lands beside you and immediately transforms back into a little puppy dog. Changer, where have you been? Changer's barking. He's barking and barking and barking. He's telling you to come with him somewhere. Changer transforms back into a dinosaur and flies up into the sky. You realize that whatever it is, you need to figure it out. Once again, you draw on your fire core and shoot yourself up into the air, spreading your wings and gliding above the world, heading towards whatever it is Changer's trying to get you to find. But unfortunately, it's time for you to lay down in your bed and go to sleep and wait till next time to find out what happens and what it is that Changer was warning you about. So just get as comfy as you can in that bed and with each out breath, allow yourself to sink deeper 
and deeper into the mattress, imagining new things and new adventures to come. Good night, everyone. <laughs>